0: In-depth journalism in the Memphis community, The Daily Memphian is of Memphis, not just in Memphis, and seeks to tell the stories of this city. TheDailyMemphian.com. Truth in place.
1: The ruling on the field stands.
0: We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Welcome back to a special edition of the Daily Memphian Memphis Tigers podcast. This is your host, Drew Hill, and I'm joined over the phone by Jonah Jordan, the Memphis Tigers football beat writer. Is there anything going on today, Jonah, or is is there a reason why we're recording this special podcast?
1: I don't think so. I thought we just wanted to talk to each other.
0: Oh, oh, wait. Uh, James Wiseman has left the University of Memphis, which is obviously a huge bummer um, for just about everyone involved, to go prepare and get ready for the NBA draft. Um, He bounced out of here yesterday. People were sending me pictures of him in the airport in the morning, which was a little odd, and you kind of knew something was going on. And So now we just wanted to hop on here, um, share a little insight into the situation that I've heard over the past day, um, and then get some thoughts from Jonah. I guess the best place to start would be um, obviously, this is a decision for James that financially um, makes a lot of sense. He now does not have to pay back the money um, that he owed the NCAA, although I don't think that was originally the problem and like the reason why he left. Um, he now can sign endorsement deals, make money that way. He can take gifts from an agent, he can make money that way. Um, he could get a shoe deal like RJ Hampton got. And so, uh, and now he does not have to worry about injury. And so my understanding is, and I don't think this, this was not a class thing. It was not a a grades thing. Um, he had a, a good GPA this last semester. Um, so it wasn't something like that. This is not, um, to this point, a sanctions thing either. I've been told, um, now that this does not mean that, they, that couldn't come further down the line. Like that's still on the table, unfortunately, but, um, but in the moment that that's not what this is right now, this was a decision that James made, um, financially. Well, James's camp made financially. Um, and I think it's very unfortunate for everyone involved in terms of how this thing happened. Um, it was very interesting, you know, uh, to say that the coaches didn't know that this was coming, uh, I don't think that's entirely fair. Like as the, as if this was a massive surprise yesterday, um, it was obviously a surprise to the rest of us um, judging by the fact that he just posted it on Instagram and social media blew up. But um, in terms of what the coach, the coaches expected this to happen for a couple days, I believe. And so um, when it happened sort of the way that it happened, that it happened yesterday was kind of surprising, but the decision for him to not no longer be at Memphis and get prepared for the NBA draft is a decision that was not surprising at that point. Yeah.
1: I think the biggest thing that was surprising was the timing, right? Like, uh, why did he wait until now he has right. how many games left in the suspension? Like he's going to be playing before the start of the next semester or very close to it. Uh, it just seemed very strange to me, and that's why I kind of came out of left field for everybody. Because why do this right now when you are close to playing?
0: Yeah, and look, this is uh, this was a. I, I would be lying if I said that there wasn't some disappointment on the Memphis side about this de- the decision, um, because I've heard it, and so um, and I think the timing actually had a lot to do with that because it. Uh, I believe that Memphis thinks. Had James Wiseman's suspension not been as long as it was, had it been six games or whatever, he would have spent less time sitting around and sort of, you know, uh, watching his teammates do what they're doing and, and everything else and having people try and get in his ear about making the next step and, and whatnot. And so the longer he had to sit there and listen to that, the more sort of detrimental I'm sure it was. To Memphis. So, I, I, the timing is yes, it's in question. I think the timing is a big reason why uh they're they're so disappointed that this was the eventual um decision. But at the same time, uh I'll say this, that doesn't mean that they're not going to wish James the best. Like the, the you're not going to hear anything but this coaching staff on all accounts and the university take the high road on this and wish James the best and um and Say they want the best for his future, and that this was his yeah. decision, um, and that this was is what they were going to do. So I think that that's exactly what you're going to hear. You're not going to hear anything else. Um, and and now we'll take a break for a quick message from our sponsor. The Daily Memphian Tigers podcast is brought to you by FedEx. Possibilities. What we deliver by delivering. Jonah, what what did you make of this decision yesterday? What was your initial reaction? Well, and and, and my do you think it's reaction
1: right? Was why didn't he? do this in you know when this in November or October. Why didn't he do this sooner when it was so clear that he wasn't going to play for a while. Why did it happen now? Um, and I think I have my suspicions. I think it probably had a lot to do with his grades or some to do with his grades. I know James is very serious about it.
0: I've been directly told that that's not the case with this. No, I don't no. think it has like, as
1: in, to do with his grades. He once wanted to finish the semester and then the Cole Anthony entry. Cole Anthony A top rated prospect. He just got hurt. And, you know, they know each other. I mean, I'm sure it had an effect on him. It's been the biggest one of those things swallowing around like, hey, this kid got hurt. It could cost some money. It could cost some drafts, a spot in the draft. Not like a big spot. Like the kid's going to go in the top 10 because he's really good. But there's a lot of unknowns if you keep playing. I mean, like, there's a lot of unknowns if you if you stay, and if what happens if he comes back and gets hurt? I think that probably factored into this decision. Uh, I think it's a very tough spot for James. I think he was in an incredibly difficult decision, uh, position. Um, and then he decided to go do what's best for him, or what he felt was best for him. He's going to go make some money now. I, the timing was just the weirdest thing, and then the way it was reported, the way Shams went out and did it, and then the Instagram post. I do wonder, and you, you can elaborate, on this a little bit more than, than me. Um, how do is, te- like, you mentioned his teammates a little bit, but do you think that there is any resentment over there? I mean, I know they're going to say the right things, They're going to do the right things, but I mean, a lot of these guys are recruited here by James. A lot of these guys wouldn't be here in Memphis without him. Like, is there any kind of like, man, I can't believe he just left this high and dry like that.
0: Look, of course there's disappointment. Like that, that's just natural. Right. That's just how a human being would feel in a situation like this. Like, of, of course, there's disappointment. Um, I also think to a certain extent, especially when Memphis is dealing with the situation that they're dealing with. It, the, at some point during this this long of a suspension, the team has to move on. And I think at they, that they did. Um, and I think that the uh, sort of the immediate plan of not having James Wiseman, in the lineup is became sort of the norm. And I'm sure that probably didn't, it didn't feel great for James, I'm sure. Um, but at the same time, n- no, like I don't, I don't think there's going to be a huge resentment just because a lot of these guys share the same sort of dream of making it to the NBA. And so if James does that, then, you know how can they blame them if they have the exact same goal and if they were in the same position they might do the same thing um i do think that's yeah. the case another thing that you mentioned though that i think is very interesting and i think you're you're spot on on this is that cole anthony injury because as james sits out and he watches this and he has to listen to people um in his in his ear and in his camp's ear try and say and that that's just part of the game like every player has people in their ear by the way like Ryan Ryan Boyce, Ryan Boyce Ryan Boyce who transferred had people in team. his ear yeah. right so um that's just part of the game but as as he sort of sat there and wondered what was going to happen to his draft stock and what was going to come next um i think memphis and i know memphis went out of their way to try and get and prove to james that if he were to come back and play, and even if he were to play poorly, he's still going to be a top three pick. So it doesn't make a lot of sense for him to leave. Like this is, this is why you should come back, because we have NBA connections, and our NBA connections are telling us that you're going to be a top three pick no matter what. They all saw you at the pro day. They know your physical tools. You're going to be a top three pick no matter what. And it, you, you can only say that so much, and it's whether James – wants to believe that or not. And I'm sure he has, he had people on either side pulling him different directions um, when it comes to that. And I think that that Cole Anthony injury may have been uh, a bit of a wake up call because he's now watching a guy that he knows personally, that was also a, a big high school prospect at the same time as him get hurt and his draft stock be affected. So when even when even when he hears those guarantees or those promises, hey, look, James, you are a top three pick no matter what. You know, if you you know, you should stay with us. You should continue to play at Memphis. You should continue to play college basketball because it doesn't really matter. You know how how good or bad you play, you have the physical tools where you are going to get picked. Well, watching somebody get injured, I'm sure did not help that whatsoever.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I, I wonder how this does impact like what what effect does it have on Jalen green he has obviously the top prospect Memphis doesn't have any commits in their class currently I mean Jalen green and James Wiseman were obviously very close I mean it's obviously like I know they weren't going to play together but I think this does impact Jalen green's decision a little bit does it not like I, I think those two have a bearing on what each other do um I'm not saying James is gonna say hey Jalen don't go to Memphis but uh, I think his decision could impact Jalen Green down the line. It will. I mean, I I think for a fact. What what do you think? Because I I think that right now Memphis, that that puts Memphis in an even worse spot recruiting-wise because Penny's looking around trying to find guys, trying to find guys they've missed on several big-time prospects. I know we talked about it last week. This opens up an obvious scholarship and an obvious need that you already knew you were going to have, but now that – that need in that spot become even even more glaring even more obvious
0: no i think you're you're right and i and i would take it a step further i would say that not only does james's decision and eventually maybe cole anthony if he decides he's not going to play for north carolina again not only do they impact you know a decision that Jalen green might make which clearly you know he would consider playing professional basketball because now you think about it. Think about the just think about this. Think about the unicorn fam, right? Think about that visit last September that had Jalen Green, R. Yep. R.J. Hampton, and James Wiseman all on campus posing together for pictures, throwing up the unicorn. None of those guys are playing college basketball. Or, or if if Jalen decides not to play college basketball, none of them would. So now Jalen Green has watched the two people in front of him who he's friends with. Take alternate routes, and I kind of I wrote about this yesterday uh, when I when I talked about James making the decision financially, um, and unconventional is becoming conventional when when you're talking about these sort of things because it's there's ample proof now that these elite college basketball prospects just do not need college basketball, and that's just the truth, and it is unfortunate for the fans, it's unfortunate for the college coaches, but you would hope something would change where events like this don't happen because James wanted to play college basketball. He, he clearly wanted to play college basketball, but he never really got a fair shake to do it, um, and that that's super, super unfortunate. And I do think uh, this impacts recruiting. It, it, it could impact Jalen Green, who, yes, is is going to consider um, going pro, and it could impact other elite prospects too, as they look at what's going on and make their own decision on whether or not to play in college. And um, you know, it's it, that's just terrible for the fans.
1: Yeah, and I think it, it kind of puts this has put Memphis behind eight ball a little bit with guys because they. I, it does sound like they have been holding out hope with Jalen Green. Are there any other prospects on the board? This like, it, does it affect a Greg Brown or does it? Like, who else do they have out there that they are looking at?
0: Well, they have Greg Brown. Obviously, Jalen Green and Greg Brown are, like, the two guys that you'd hope end up at Memphis. Um, I don't know. I feel like Greg Brown's probably going to go to college. Um, so, we'll see. But landing Jay, landing a prospect like Jalen Green is exactly like landing a prospect like James Wiseman. You know? It helps you build around your your top guy. And so... You know, it's going to be a lot harder to get a guy like Craig Brown if Jalen Green isn't in the fold anymore. And I'm not saying that's the case. Um, I'm just saying, you know, I wouldn't rule it out as a possibility, certainly after all this. Um, so.
1: So on the floor, let's talk about on the floor a little bit because that's what's most important right now. There is a season going on. They just obviously won a big game on the floor. I mean, we've seen what this team looks like. Can they get any better or are they what? we have seen all season. Is the team we saw against Tennessee what we're going to see down the line, or can they get better? Are there ways that they can kind of start getting together? I think obviously the shooting can get better. But what does this team look look like without James Wiseman? What's the ceiling? Can Preston Satua play better? Um, Is he a five? Is he a four? I think there are a lot of questions, but what what does it look like to you? Because to me, it looks like the team we've seen with, they try to play lockdown defense. They're going to play fast. They need to start hitting some shots. They need their guard play to be way better.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I think yes, they can be they can be better. I mean, obviously, losing James Wiseman is a massive hit. It's, it's re- <laughs> like there's no other way around it. Like it's a, it's a huge hit um, to your future prospects here and what you can accomplish by the end of the year. Um, I I think they'll go a number of ways to try and replace him. Um, obviously at this point, it looks like DJ and precious are going to be your best front court and probably your front court. That's going to be in the game late. Um, but yes, there's room to improve because look at what Isaiah Maurice and Lance Thomas have done this year. Not much, right? They've kind of struggled. And so if they play better, your front court is going to be better than it is right now. But obviously the ceiling is a whole lot lower when James Wiseman isn't in the picture um uh, you know uh, and look precious is playing great right now he's like a walking double double every game he, it's it's relatively easy for him to just go in and grab 13 rebounds it looks like and he's got a great motor so um yeah i think that they can improve uh, uh, although i think the ceiling is obviously uh much lower without james
1: yeah and that that ceiling obviously that You're talking about the NCAA tournament. That is the ultimate goal this season for everyone involved.
0: They're still a tournament
1: Uh, team. They're still going to make the tournament. I think they'll still probably win the American Athletic Conference, but they probably will drop some games they wouldn't have if James didn't have a fold, correct?
0: Correct. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting to see where they go. All right. That'll do it for us today from this special emergency James Wiseman edition of the podcast. This is going to be our. our podcast for the holidays. We're going to take a break next week, and then we'll come back immediately after the Cotton Bowl to talk that and uh, and some more Tigers basketball ahead of the Georgia game. So uh, thanks for listening. You can get this podcast or any other Daily Memphian podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Happy holidays. We deliver tickets, team merchandise, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more.
1: FedEx Delivery.
0: Game Day Spirit. What we deliver by delivering. In-depth journalism in the Memphis community, The Daily Memphian is of Memphis, not just in Memphis, and seeks to tell the stories of this city. TheDailyMemphian.com. Truth in place.